Welcome back to the Posh Cotney Podcast. You're listening to Liam Norval, and this is Hospitality News brought to you by the Industry Titans. Today's Titan is a lady called Jo Faraday, who owns Sheer Edge, and she's got some incredible insights on the events industry right now. I hope you enjoy the show, and if you do, please comment after. Jo, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. It's nice and sunny in London today. Whereabouts are you? Uh, yeah, so I'm just outside Market Harbour and it's beautiful here as well. So I'm, I'm a big fan of sunshine. I'm not a fan of rain. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm quite happy today. <laughs> so how have you been coping? Obviously, you're the managing director of Sheer Edge. Is Sheer Edge still alive and kicking today? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I'm quite fortunate in that um, my husband has been working throughout. So um, we've been we've been trickling along as, as you can probably imagine um and um, but yeah still live and kicking very much very much kicking and uh, re- raring to go to be honest so yeah you're you're based from home aren't you so um yeah you know, so you have, you, i'm in the have... home office here yeah. Yeah. yeah um and mainly because we want to keep our overheads low um, but equally the nature of our business means that we go out to see clients go out to see venues a lot um obviously go out to the, the corporate events so there's very little need to have, you know, premises right now. Um, and so, and, and at this time, I'm quite grateful we, we didn't do that. So, yeah. The, it seems like the whole uh, UK, there's so many big corporations now that are looking at the, the working from home is, is the best way forward. And, and actually, uh, employees seem to be either getting more from it, uh, being a bit more productive and actually enjoying working a little bit more. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to be honest, um, the nature of Sheer Edge, the reason I, I set up the business was because I had my son um, and I couldn't return to my, full, my, they wanted me to go back full time. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to do part time. I just had a baby. I'm an older mom. So um, I wanted to be able to spend that extra time with him and I couldn't. So that's why Sheer Edge was set up originally. So we've always worked from home. Um, it's just now we've got more people that are also working from home working with us. So it's great, really. We've, we've always worked this way, um, but it just re-emphasizes the point that, you know, work-life balance can happen and you can still have, you know, great success. It doesn't have to be sat in an office all the time. So, yeah. So where was you before Sheer Edge? What, what, what was your... Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so I um, worked at Silverstone Circuits and I was a business development manager for them and it was promoting their conference and exhibition space, obviously selling the hospitality as well, which is brilliant, loved it. Um, and um, prior to that, I worked at the ICC in Birmingham and prior to that, I worked for West Bromwich Albion. Um, so I've got a corporate hospitality and you know the, the events and venue background Hence why Sheer Edge, you know, has, has always fulfilled that. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me, really. <laughs> Are you a West Bromwich Albion fan? Um, I, I like to be neutral. <laughs> I don't like to say, really. But there's so, um, many good, so many good clubs in the Midlands, obviously Leicester being the, yeah. the better one at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. But, um, yeah, I loved, I loved working there. The clients were fabulous. And, you know, I, I stay in touch with all of them regularly so you know they're the sort of the earth sort of people and I did love working there it's just you know career advancements and things like that you sort of get a bit hungry to, to move on don't you so yeah I love on your LinkedIn you call yourself the venue geek <laughs> well, I just am I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I geekily love finding new venues and and unique venues and different ways that clients can 
you know, be creative about their event. Um, people don't always think that making the venue part of that vision, and it, it really does, it makes a massive difference. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm geeky about it. And my colleague is as well, so that's great. <laughs> We're both geeks. And it also says that you're passionate about events. How passionate are you about events? Oh, it's in my blood. It's what I, what, it's my joy. It's what I love doing. I, I can't, you know, I wake up every day and I love doing what I do. There isn't, you know, my husband said, what, you know, what will you do if you, if you can't do that anymore? And I was like, I just really don't know. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that because yep. I do what I love every single day. And I feel really grateful and fortunate to be able to do that. Um, but I think... The difficulty is obviously when you can't do events what else do you do and I, and, I, and I think that's the thing I think we've all been thinking about other ways to get ourselves out there and do more and do different things so probably doing a lot of fundraising which is what, what I've started to do as well mm -hmm. um yeah I don't, I don't know what else I would do don't know so you, that's a good link then I, I've seen on LinkedIn uh you are doing so much um really good work I see that you've got the webinars you're um, you you do your coaching as well, and yeah, you touched on the charity thing. You're doing is it the marathon? Marathon a month, yeah. yeah. I, I couldn't do a full marathon in one go. I'd need right. a hell of a lot more training. And um, my four year old, it wouldn't it wouldn't want me to be gone half a day at the moment. Yeah. So um, so yeah, it's it's a marathon a month. So it, I've I've been running every other day since you know this has all happened, and I just thought to myself. Well, might as well do it for a good cause because I, I always do runs I do organize runs every year yeah and um, I did the, the Birmingham half marathon last year so for me I might as well make use of the time and if I can raise funds doing that so this this month I'm doing it for Tricrossy but I will be choosing other um, charities on the consequent months until the until the weather stops me <laughs> And then the, 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 the webinars, people, people at the moment, you talk to them, when lockdown started, there was this huge boom in new content from marketing agencies, event agencies and stuff. And it seems to have simmered down a little bit now. And it seems that you have to be very consistent with the stuff you're putting out, don't you? So I feel yeah. like now the stuff that's coming out is actually better quality than, than it was at the very start because everyone became a public speaker and a motivator and everything. Well, that's it. And it's, and it's so different online though, isn't it? Because you can't always gauge a response. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's really, really different. Um, I think for us as, um, as a multi-service agency, we knew that we couldn't venue find, we knew that we couldn't book corporate hospitality, but we knew that we'd got um, the fledgling part of the business, which was the training. Um, so we started to look at how we could get the courses online, but equally wanted to spread a bit of positivity and um, get, you know, get a conversation going, even if it was an unknown conversation, just, you know, getting people to respond because we just felt at least if you've got a voice and you can use it and, and speak to industry professionals then that's a positive thing no matter what happens you know we, we've been involved in doing that and it's sort of snowballed really um you know we, we do regular live chats we've started doing live tutorials because obviously we want to link it to the training if people want to learn during this time how to upscale in, in events or you know health and safety or you know how to present online you know there's, there's a, a whole range of options and and it's really helped to gain some traction um we've been, you know it's been greatly supported and we've had loads of great collaborators on it as well so we're really pleased about that would you say in some ways it's actually elevated your business a little bit higher than it was before i feel like that with posh cockney right now i think 
you know, we, we came straight out of the blocks with starting the podcast and doing other things. And I really think that it's, it's brought Posh Gottney up to another level. Um, we, you know, I think I, when I look at other people that have done something similar, I definitely think yourself and Sheer Edge have um, been working hard behind the scenes. And, it, and when this is all over, I think that you're going to be, you know, the, the, the pool of clients that you're going to get will, will be even bigger. Would you, would you say that's true? Yeah, I mean, I, I'd like to think so. Um, I'm a great advocate for positive mental attitude and, you know, you know, giving, um, you know, not necessarily, not necessarily to receive, but, but in a giving sense. And I think for me, I could have gone quiet and, you know, I don't, I don't take anything away from people that have done that, but I just had to be doing something. I think, um, yes, I've got a four year old and yes, we've, we've juggled that. Um, but I wanted to be doing something for my industry. And I think that that's, you know, I'm a doer. I'm not, I'm not really a person to sit back. So I think for me, that's, that's been the real take home. And I've also learned so much, you know, with all this content online, yes, there are days that we've all been a bit zoomed out, but you know, your, your, your podcast has been brilliant. And it, again, it's, you know, it's spreading a really positive, you know, message out there, isn't it? And I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think that, you know, it's a great brand builder, isn't it? You know, it, there's nothing, negative to take from it i think there's only positives talking about podcasts a little birdie tells me that there'll be a joe faraday podcast very soon <laughs> oh yes well we we've, we've said it's not going to be a joe faraday podcast because um you know i, I want to make sure it's it's on brand but um yes we are going to be launching a um business related podcast um and and i'm sure that that i will have some very special guests on there um just talking about um you know it's basically called sheer business inspiration so it's going to be talking to business and thought leaders about certain topics really getting to the bones as to what's worked for them what hasn't worked for them because i think again it's a knowledge it's Mm -hmm. a stream of knowledge and Mm -hmm. i always think to myself when i listen to something i want to be able to learn something new and I think you know if you're speaking to your industry peers you know some really great you know thought leaders and business leaders there's nothing you know I think it's only a positive so yeah yeah it sounds great and um, I wish you all the best with that let me ask you this question do you think that the hospitality sector has got a problem with uh, equality Gender, gender equality. Being um, mm, mm. I don't think it's as bad as it used to be. I would say, you know, de- days of old, absolutely. Um, that's a bit of a tough one, that, isn't it? <laughs> it is um, a tough one. It is yeah. A tough one, but... In some ways, I think, yes, it still lingers a little, doesn't it? I feel. Um, but I think there are ways of moving past that and also I think you've got to grit your teeth and say what do you personally want to achieve in life and how are you going to go and get it and are you going to be hung up about that or are you just going to grab the bull by the horns and go do you know what I mean and yeah and I think that's what I am you know yes there's you know there's equality in 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 lots of areas isn't there And, and I just think Yes, it's not great, but is it going to stop me from achieving what I want to? Probably not. Yeah. Well, I ask you the question because you know you're a, you're a strong, independent woman who's who's running a successful business. So, you know, 
if for our female listeners, they, you know, they will draw inspiration from that. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you are in a company where you feel like you maybe have hit a ceiling and you can't move forward, then, you know, what made you, and you said about your son, but what made you actually go, the time's now, the time's right to, to start something on my own? Well, because, um, so many, many moons ago, I worked for Birmingham City Football Club, and that was my first experience of working in the hospitality industry. And I got to a point, I mean, in any football club, there's a ceiling, isn't there? And you can't really get any further. And it was, it was in the days of the Golden Karen Brady being in power. So it was an amazing experience to work you know, with, with all of those amazing business people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was very much, you know, the sales director was male and my immediate boss was male. And, you know, the one, you know, I was still able to achieve what I wanted to achieve, but I didn't quite get, you know, I did quite get to that point where I thought, well, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to achieve what I want to. So what am I going to do? And me and my, he's my husband now, <laughs> um, but he was my boyfriend at the time. We set up a, a you know, a, um, a marketing and media agency and um, it was websites and I did sell a bit of hospitality it didn't quite go as we planned because the recession hit and we decided to walk away from it and we took a lot of learnings from that but I left Birmingham City Football Club to set up that business with him and you know we learned such a lot so all my advice would be is even if it's not setting up your own business, if you're not getting to where you want to get to, then think about how you can get. And if you need to move on, look at what the next opportunity looks like. I know at the moment, you know, there's, there's probably going to be more people than there is jobs, but there are ways around things and there are opportunities available. Um, you've just got to open your mind and, 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 and go and get it. And th- there, are, there are opportunities. You've just got to find them. I'm sure you wouldn't mind um, some of our female listeners and male listeners reaching out to you after the show. Yeah, no, absolutely. More than happy. Um, I am on most platforms, as is the business. Um, but my, my favourite home, and I, I shouldn't really say it, but I do love being on LinkedIn. So You love you know, it. You're, you're <laughs> I the do LinkedIn love it. Queen. I love it. I really do. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, please feel free to connect with me on there. I'd love, I'd love to connect. Well, we'll share your link for your charity and we'll share the link Fabulous. for, obviously, yourself on LinkedIn. Before Thank we leave you. you, I want to ask you the question of what is the future of events in this world in in this world it, it, let's start with uh, the uk first but you know what, what's going to happen yeah so um definitely feel that we are not seeing the end of virtual events um anytime soon mm-hmm. um people that are coming into the industry really need to ramp up their knowledge and understanding of how they can manage an event a virtual event you know that that's what we're we've diversified in that's what we're helping and supporting yeah. clients do we're helping and supporting them how to present confidently online. Um, but also on the venue side of things, you know, there's lots of virtual show rounds. There's lots of virtual fan trips, believe it or not. So there's, you know, we've got to embrace virtual. That is not going away. I think we'll see a big shift in um, hybrid events in the next 12 months. So I think people will, will go for live events, but they'll also look at the um, streaming option alongside because I think numbers may still be capped, who knows, but, yeah. but I think that's, that's going to be at least in the next 12 months. Um, but you're never going to take away the human connection. So I, I know, I know that that's always going to be a long-term thing. Um, 
are I know I miss meeting people. So are you taking bookings at all at the moment? Are you sort of yes. hedging, hedging your bets? Are you saying like, look, let's look at Christmas, Halloween, yeah. doing that? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, we've we've got clients that have all. Um, you know, last week they they um, we did the search. It was a, their meetings were that were in the spring. They've now moved them to October, okay. and they they've said that's what they wanted to do, and we're not going to force them saying no. And actually, it's within the safe numbers that have been approved for hotels, okay. so that's all good. Um, we've got clients that are looking sort of April time for the larger events. So fingers crossed that the government um, are happy for that to to move forward. Um, and uh, a corporate hospitality, yes. I mean, we, we've had inquiries for Wimbledon. We've had inquiries for Six Nations, and you know, the whole the whole world wants to experience those live events again. And um, you know, I guess a lot of people have been have not been able to have holidays this year, so maybe they're stockpiling the money to to have these one off experiences yeah. next year. Um, I don't think it. You know, I think people are aspirational people and they're looking forward um so yeah happy to accommodate definitely well we all hope that the the world of before will be a little bit similar to what we what we're going to walk into next because you know the, the events industry is so key to hospitality and people like you obviously are, are a big big part of that so joe it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you i know you've got a uh, you. <laughs> uh something with your son now so uh, i wish yes you it's his it's pre his preschool graduation of all things so i didn't even know there September. was a graduation preschool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because i mean it's going to be quite um low-key compared to previous years so it's just going to be handed something and have a picture taken but it, he gets to say bye to his his preschool nice. friends so yeah well, that's lovely well <laughs> joe we'll catch up soon and yeah. keep up the good work and good luck thank to sheer edge for the rest of the year thanks absolutely and thank you bye-bye bye bye Thank you so much, Joe, for coming on the show. Really enjoyed speaking to you. And literally, as we got off the phone, uh, the events industry had some great news about exhibitions and conferences opening up again on the 1st of October. So it looks like the events industry is back on. I wish everyone all the best. And thanks again, Joe, for coming on. That's enough for this week, guys. Join us next week where we speak to another hospitality titan.